Welcome to another exciting podcast by The Biz Show, sponsored by Invest Choir. And now your host, Barry and Lisa. Hi, Barry. How is Barry today? Lisa, I am doing great. How are you doing today? I'm so glad you're feeling better. Your voice sounds back to normal. I'm so glad you're here. You were uh, a little under the weather yourself last week, so I had to do that, that podcast solo all by myself. I was lost, man. Oh, I didn't yeah. know what, have nobody holding my hand. Poor Barry. Were you lonely? <laughs> it was. It was lonely, man. What can I say? Well, I don't want to get any germs, so I stayed clear of you. I understand. Well, you weren't so uh, um, good yourself. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, we all bounce back, right? We do. We take care of yourself and then we bounce back. We do. Um, I hey, have a lot of business to do, so I have to be healthy and strong. We we do. We definitely And do. I need you, Barry. I need you. And hey, Invest Choir, we're all part of a team here. And and both of us uh, took sick, but we still were able to get work done. So so yay for that, right? And our, our yep. customers really appreciate that too. We just had to do it from a distance. Um, right. So hey, this podcast, uh, podcast number seven, right? This is the role of business brokers and why you definitely should use a business broker instead of trying to go out and sell your business by yourself. Yep, I know. We all think that we could do everything ourselves because we have social media at our fingertips and we've heard, you know, maybe from a friend or a neighbor that they'd sold their house on their own or their business on their own. And, you know, sometimes you can get lucky like that. Somebody might walk in and offer to buy it, right? Well, you know, you're right. And the thing is, is this, you know, you don't see a doctor out doing surgery on himself, right? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, you, I think, uh, yeah, you might leave some money on the table if you were to, to do that, right? And then I think people do end up kicking themselves afterwards and think, oh, shoot, if um, Aunt Mary wanted to buy it, I probably could have sold it to a stranger for double or triple that. But like I said, there's always unique circumstances that just work out and it's, you know, quick and easy and people want to get things done sometimes but that's far and few in between right so what's a broker bring to the table you know there are a lot of legal hurdles there's a competitive market out there and, and you know there's a lot of legal documents and stuff like that so there's where a business broker comes in they've done this they've gone through the process they understand you know just like your doctor when he's doing surgery you know he's done this many many times before you're not his first patient you know that he's operating on yeah, and there's so much liability that um, can come forth even after a sale. So there's definitely that to be um, leery of if you were to take this matter into your own hands and sell your business yourself. So that's where hiring the business broker really brings a lot of value. Um, and also just the opportunity to generate you know, multiple offers or a higher sale price for you. Okay, so, so you know, it's so important, like when you go buy a product and you know nothing about it like for me it would be computers i want a, an expert like i want to talk to the person who knows everything that they there is to know about the product you know exactly you know when you're buying a car a computer or again a doctor having surgery right you want somebody there to guide you through the process and somebody that's an expert has been there done that yeah many 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 times maybe hundreds and thousands of times over right hey Definitely. if i got a, a doctor doing brain surgery I, I want that guy to have at least a couple thousand surgeries under his belt before he gets to my head right so when you're choosing a business broker choose somebody that has market knowledge and expertise in the industry has a track record and a resume of past sales have represented many many clients and 
knows the ins and outs of selling a business. And that's where we make a great partnership, Barry, because we offer years of experience. We have 60 years of experience between, between the two the of, both us, of us, right? And I have uh, done, what, over 3,000 transactions. Sales. Yeah, transactions. You've done that. Deals. And I've done a lot of mergers and acquisitions. And, you know, you want a seasoned professional, right? You want somebody who is there. They knows the ropes. They know where to go. They've got those connections, right? So if you read some of our testimonials, I mean, I've had clients say that I'm usually a step ahead in the process of a sale transaction because I'm always thinking about what could happen, what could be around the corner that you may not expect as the seller owner. Contingencies, you're just, right? You're thinking yeah. of where you're going next and what you have to do to pack up everything or um, relocate. Well, um, look how many compliments that we've got, how quick and fast we are to react. Yes. So, so several of our clientele have said, my God, I asked you a question and within half an hour, you got the answers and you're already you know, doing what you need to do. And that's where hiring Lisa and Barry at Esquire is really going to provide you the value because we will be a step ahead. We will cover all of the basis, things that you don't even think of. We'll be handling a lot from the back end that you don't even have to be bothered with. We've also been paid the compliment of, you know, covering people's yeah. assets and protecting their interests throughout the entire transaction. Well, let's talk about the back end, right? You mentioned the back end and that's where the business broker really shines, right? Exactly. Because there's a lot of back end stuff, a lot of heavy lifting that is involved. Just like in selling a house, everything else, there's all kinds of documents, legal proceedings and stuff like that. You know, so confidentiality and discretion is a big one, right? Yes, so before we would even let a buyer into your place of business or, or look at any of your financial records, we have them sign an NDA. Right. There are, there are all kinds of documents that are pre-documents, and then there's the sales documents, and then there's the post-sale uh, documents. And we'll go, I'm, I'm, we'll go through each one of those just briefly, but just you know, kind of get everybody to understanding of what those are. And I will typically scrutinize the buyer. I want to know if they actually are a qualified buyer. They're not just being a nosy Nelly off the street, but they're actually qualified to purchase the company. What is their background? Where do they come from? And why are they interested in your business? So that I can do make they... sure it's a match. The right. buyer and seller have to match. Your goals have to line up in order for it to be a successful transaction. Sometimes it's easy as I want to buy and I want to sell, but then there's other times, look, you, you got the legacy of a company that you built. And if you're selling that, you want to see it continue on and be successful in the hands of somebody else. And, you know, you, you've got a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that you put into that. That's a great you know, point. The, yeah. the employees, you've got relationships with them. Vendors, you got that in place. And you might have relationships with those. And those are all things that we look at, too. As business brokers, we sit down and we look at your employees. We look at your vendors. We look at your contracts to see how long those contracts are. Yes. And, and make sure that, you know... When the new owner comes in and takes over, that they're not, you know, having to renegotiate a, a new contract because in your contract it says we're only doing business with you. If you sell the business, you got to renegotiate. Those are things yeah. we need to find out ahead of time, Correct. not after the sale. And all of a sudden, you can't get your product because that vendor doesn't want to work with you anymore. So back to your point of feeling good about the sale too. I right. mean, when I stepped away from a line door and window company. I had 12 years of relationships with my clients. And so when the company um, dissolved, they were still calling me. The customers were calling me and saying, 
who do I call? Lisa, I need your help. We want this and that. And I don't know where to turn. And so it was really a hard thing for me because these were clients I cared about. These were clients I, um, they were, they were very loyal to our business and they provided us, you know, a fruitful, uh, profitable company just by, you know, interacting and, and engaging in services with us. So there is a caring piece to the transition of, of your exit of your business and, and handing that baton to the buyer. So back to your yeah. point, you know, you really want it to be, uh, a qualified buyer somebody that cares about the business as much as you. And so it's uh, not just about the money part, but obviously that's what seals the deal at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, those are components uh, that we do, um, vet for you, right? I've, I've had some of the same experiences, right? Where in mergers and acquisitions, we've done something or just, you know, from one client to the next, uh, and then they're calling you up. It's like, um, okay, let me get you in contact with the right person. But you kind of want to try to handle it yourself if you can. So a lot of times I'll be on the phone to the new owners going, hey, listen, you, you've got this old uh, client here that's been with the business for, you know, 10 years and they've got an issue and here's what the issue is. How can we help you solve it? And that's another great point. I know we're getting a little bit off uh, sidetracked here, but we are going to be that instrumental person if if the new buyer wanted to hire our services in Vesquire to bridge that gap of the old owner there, leaving and the new owner taking place right. in the company and being able to answer those questions. So there, we would be able to be there, that there's a knowledge bridge gap, person. Right? There's going to be a knowledge gap. Mm -hmm. There might be a skills gap too, right? Maybe you might need some services that need to be covered. So yeah, we'll talk about that towards the end of this podcast, but we do offer those. And those are things that have come in handy to a lot of new businesses that don't quite know what to do yet. So there is an aspect of business brokerage that is probably the reason why people do not sell business, businesses on their own, and that would be the deal structure, the, the negotiating, well, the, the fighting for a higher sale price. That's or, the heavy lifting, yeah, right? So, so that's really Negotiation, where, the heavy lifting, the, the deal structure, right? What goes into that? I mean, and that's first, the point where you want to separate the buyer and the seller because that can get pretty ugly. So where are the intermediary? It's ugly most of the time. That's where the, us, the intermediary, comes in. Yes. And, and kind of works as the negotiation between the two. I have to tell you, that's my favorite part of my job. I love to negotiate. I love you to see people. You rolling up your sleeves and get your boxing gloves on and let's go to war. Huh? I just make it like everyone's <clears throat> winning. And then at the end of the day, everybody's happy. Mediation, right? Yeah. Oh my God, did you just rub off on me? Oh no. <laughs> I said the end of the day. At the end, at the end oh, of the day. Oh no, I, I've been so good not saying that. We and should you keep said a tally it. of how many times I'm saying it now and how many times you're saying it. Uh, well, right now you're winning. It's one to nothing. <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> oh, I like twice. to make it feel like a win-win. It is when, you know, here's the deal. There is a strategic strategy. Business brokers, they are the intermediaries. They come in and they're going to negotiate a, a deal for you. But there's a lot more that happens still behind the scenes, right? So, you know, they're going to sit there. I mean, let's face it. It's, negotiations are complex. And there's a lot of things that go into that. And What's really cool, though, is for me representing sellers, which I love to do, Barry, you've done it many times, mm -hmm. is knowing that um, you have something really wonderful about the business that you've had pride of, of, of running the company for so many years that you have this gem of a business that you are selling to somebody and knowing that it's worth what it's worth, what we evaluate the company for and not you know, being so desperate to, to have the sale happen, but really, you know, sticking to your guns. And that's where we come in and protect your, your interests, protect the, you know, the sale price that, that we are negotiating for you and, and not just roll over well, because and they, protect you, you know, because you want to get the sale done at the end of the day, but 
you know, it's all a very psychological, you know, art, a dance of like, you know, it is, you know, a dance. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, as the CEO of several different companies and doing an acquisition and purchasing a company, I mean, let's face it, the buyers, they want the highest price they can get. I'm sorry. The seller wants the highest price they can get. The buyer wants the lowest price that they can get. And so the business broker is in the middle. They're trying to get those two to meet in the middle and figure out what is, is, is the actual price that this thing is going to sell for. But, you know, due diligence and vetting the, the buyers and stuff like that. You mentioned this earlier, right? Um, where we're going to go through and we're going to get fine buyers, but we're going to go through the process and make sure they're viable. They're by, they got the financing in place or they can get the financing in place relatively quick and they want to buy this business. And what's the reasons they want to buy this business? Some people just want to sell their business and get out. They're retiring. They don't care. But so, a lot of people do care. Right. And then back to the negotiating, when you are able to prove financially um, the, the financial worth of the company, that's really key. So we really need our sellers to play um, be a part of the team in, in representing the business for sale. So keeping really good financial records is really crucial. Financial um, records. For us yeah. to do our job. Like we want to do our job for you as best as we can so we can get the highest price and the most favorable terms at the most probable sale price and maybe even get multiple buyers offering and bidding and get having the price go over the, uh, the sale price. So you know, we've financial said this, And we've said this many times, the financials. Having a, a minimum CPA, of three years, five years would be great. Bookkeeper, yes. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's how many, worth uh, it. Spend the $1,200 to make $20,000 well, more in your company. You know, yeah, we need to prove it in writing. We do. I mean, no one's going to buy it just because you say, oh, hey, this business is worth, you know, $2 million because yeah. you said it. There's got to be factual um, items that back that up, right? The financials, the profit and loss, the taxes. And it's really cool because I'm uh, not a numbers person per se where I want to track my own numbers and successes. I love to uh, take a glance at it a couple times of the, uh, throughout the year. But when I do get to see it in, in my profit and loss statement, it's just such a reward for me because I'm like, wow, all my hard work, it's showing up on this document, this profit and loss. And it's really a wonderful moment for me where I can just kind of pat myself on the back. So I'm just really wanting to urge you know people on this podcast to please take the time to hire a qualified expert in when it comes to your bookkeeping, financial records, documentation. A bookkeeper, CPA, whatever C the case I mean, might I be. I mean, I have a bookkeeper, yeah. and they should know your business well, better than you do, actually. We had a client who, had, who honestly did hand us a shoebox, right, full of receipts, Yeah. and here's my books. And, and I don't know what like, buyer would pay for their business and not have you know, a financial record from a computer system, you know, and have years well, of financial Well, certified record. through a CPA or whatever the case might be. But at who least. would buy that business? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's almost That's... like selling lemonade at a lemonade stand. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it tastes good. Hopefully, yeah. You know, but, yeah. again, you're taking things on hearsay. So, you know, we as business brokers, this is where we come in and we make sure that those things get done. We're going to cross those T's. We're going to dot the I's. We want to make sure that everything is above board because at the end of the day, I said it, see? It's okay. This I is like a the, legal, now I really like the expression. This is a legal transaction, <laughs> right? There's yeah. going, there could be deeds in this. There could be, you know, all kinds. And kind. nobody can argue with paperwork. So Ex bring it to us. Let Ex us see all Ex of it. Exactly. So we can negotiate the best deal for you. 
So, yeah. so let's shift gears just a, a little bit and talk about, you know, the back inside and about the marketing and packaging up the deal deals. packaging because yeah. this is where we business brokers really put in a lot of heavy lifting. Actually, we spend money up front to market your business and make sure that it gets to the people that needs to get to right. We're showcasing a business. I've, that's also another aspect of um, selling uh, products. I love to showcase the business and, you know, I know that when we walk in somebody's house, sometimes it's messy because they got kids and dogs and pets and, you know, a really busy active life, but we need you to package the product and showcase your office, like really like your, like a model home, like put all the paperwork away, um, dust all of the beautiful artwork on the walls. I mean, make the office shine, make the pictures speak about your pride of ownership of that of that company of that office whatever it may be so do they need to put the employees away put them hide them in the closet especially well, the ones maybe that are not they dressed dress a little nice for that <laughs> yeah. day or maybe you do it when they're not at work you take you the know, photos so, but... so that brings up uh, uh, a a uh, um a thought right we've had a client that uh, doesn't want anybody to know they're selling their business you know those are tough negotiations and it's hard to sell businesses like that because it's hard to bring buyers in how are you going to market it yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So those yeah. are some things. But, you know, when we're doing and packaging up the deal, the first and the foremost is we need to look at the financials. We need to look at the P&Ls. We need to look at the, the taxes and stuff like that because we need to come up with a price. What's the value of your business? I don't know how many times I've gone to businesses to buy or, or, or whatever, and the seller's like, oh, this is worth $2 million. Matter of fact, I think we just had one just a, a week or so ago. It, it's worth a lot of money. But then when we look at it and we look at the financials, no, this is worth $150,000. There's a big delta, big difference between $2 million and $150,000. Yes. And setting expectations is, is crucial. And, and that's where... You know, again, paper well, and the numbers don't lie. Yeah, we want to have that conversation up front. We're not going to get you all excited about selling just because your showroom looks clean and pretty and sparkly. People, but we want to see yeah, that you us, have the financials yeah. to back it up. And then we'll talk price. People ask know? us all the time. And what do we say? Give, show us your financials. Let's take a look at your financials. We're not going to give you a number until we can see what your financials are. You've and got a number in your head. Then we'll have that, <coughs> we'll have that discussion. Right. He's still sick. Am I going to get sick on this podcast? You better not get sick. <laughs> I, I cough that way. Okay. Not towards you. I'm just kidding. And I'm trying not to breathe he on you. He looks healthy. There and you I know. am healthy. I just yeah. got a little bit of linger. residual cough going on. Because he's talking. He's talking a lot today. <laughs> I am. And I don't have any water to help me. Oh, no. So. I'm a terrible host. You, you are. <laughs> Man. Luca, can you get him some water? There you go. Okay. So, but, yes, you know, the documentation and due diligence in right? the beginning, not later. The we beginning. want it all up front. Well, let's face it. There's Otherwise, a I can't mountain do, of paperwork, I documentations, do legal documents. Yeah. There, you know, there could be uh, leases. leases. There could be contracts. Employee for, contracts. You know, here, here's something I had, right? And I mentioned this uh, uh, earlier. I had a, a customer who... You know, we, there's a merger went on. We, we purchased a company and we found out they had a contract to give a, an employee a raise. You know, we bought the company in January. Well, the, in June, the employee came to us and says, where's my raise? And we're like, what raise? <laughs> right. Oh, wow. And so fortunately, they had an email chain about the from the old owner that they were going to get a raise in June. 
Yeah. We didn't necessarily like the dollar amounts attached to it, but we honored it at the end of the day. <laughs> but, you know, those are gotchas, right? Yeah. Those are things that you need to take oh, yeah. a look at. So I that's why we like to look and talk to the employees as well. Definitely. So that we can see what's going on from their perspective. Yeah, and things come up during the escrow, and that's where yeah. you hire the business broker to deal with them. But Otherwise, all, the deal would fall apart if all, you didn't have a business broker to know how to circumvent those things that do come up. Or the new owner is going to call you up six months later, yelling and screaming and demand their money back because you sold them a bill of goods, right? And trust me, there's some things that owners forget about telling until the final hour yeah. or post-sale. And so, you know, it all, it all comes down to ethics and, you know, trying to do the right thing. But yeah, so... Um, information is power. We'll represent you. You've said that many times. The we best have, yeah. way possible. Knowledge and is power. Negotiate the highest price for you. You know the documents, right? And the due diligence. Let's let's talk about the documents for a minute because there's several phases of a sale, right? There's the pre, there's the actual sale, and then there's the post. And in the pre-sale, there's certain documents that we're going to make sure happen, right? Letter of intent, LOI. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes we'll get a letter of intent yeah. from a buyer. There's an NDA, right? Almost always there's an NDA going yeah. in place. And then, you know, financial statements that, uh, financial statements that we need to make sure that we are uh, going through and taking a look at that, right? Along with tax returns possibly. Uh, does that business have a business license? Do they have a fictitious name? You know, what uh, are all their taxes paid for and stuff like that? Yes. So is there any patents or trademarks or intellectual property that need to be looked at? Those are all pre-sale. Those are also things that are going to determine the sale price of... You're going to be so sick of us in the beginning because we're going to be asking for the We're going to be asking a lot. And you're going to go, my God, we're it. so needy. Well, we're not needy. <laughs> we're just trying to get you the best dollar possible. Protect your behind. Exactly. So that we can sell your business. And that's just pre, right? And yeah. then we get into the actual sale. Well, there's a purchase agreement for that, right? The bill of sale. Perhaps there's promissory notes or the even employment. Yeah. Employment because maybe the new or the old uh, or the seller is going to stay behind for a year and help um, acclimate and get the owner, the new owner into the system or into the, the company. You know, so there might be those involved. There might be security agreements, non-compete clauses. So uh, let me give you a story here. You know, I love my stories. I had uh, um, a client that we picked up um, at GE Capital. And when I say a client, actually it was a merger. We purchased a company. And that uh, owner that we purchased the company from, they left. Um, and then all of a sudden I'm getting calls from our, the new clients that we picked up saying, hey, Where's Joe? You know, Joe was not here. He's supposed to, he's normally here on Mondays at 10 o'clock. And so, well, come to find out the new owner left, but he took half of the employees with him. Oh, really? And he started a brand new Terrible. company. Wow. Doing the same thing. So, so that's so, why you need a non-compete clause. So we ended up in, in litigation and in court yeah. and because we had a non-compete clause. Oh, you did. We had a non-compete clause. And so they ended up paying us but there was always a, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Very careful with those. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but he also, um, we had documentation that they took and printed out the entire customer list and they were taking customers with them too. Oh, so they were being very, they were very, very, shady. uh, like on their exit. Yes. Yeah. On their exit. So wow. they, they got the money, but yeah. then they were taking the customers and employees with them and starting a new business. So the state of California and litigation really threw the book at them yeah. big time. Matter of fact, they almost went to jail 
I mean, if it wasn't a civil trial, the judge says, I would throw you in jail. Wow. You're a criminal. Yeah. But that's another reason to hire us as a business broker because we're going to help you structure that um, in like the counter offer stage or the offer stage with the buyers so that that's all disclosed up front. Because some buyers may be like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to sign that. And you don't want the deal to fall apart in the 11th hour because then that's just a waste of time that you tied up the business sale with that particular buyer. So that is a very um, important piece of the of the purchase stage um, when they are providing you an offer to negotiate yes, that piece. It's exactly. Great. And that's where we come Especially in. Especially if they're going to continue on, you know, wanting to do the same similar business or industry, right? Yeah. I guess it would not. So, so you want to have a, a time frame. You also want to have a geographical location. Or distance, like distance. within five miles. 20 miles, five miles. miles, whatever the case might be. Yeah. And then there's closing documents, right? <coughs> Sorry. So after the, uh, after the sale, and kind of still during it, but in between, we're looking at, you know, stock, right? Is there stock? Is this a LLC? Is this a S Corp? Is this a C Corp? Is there stock involved? Does people need to be paid? You know, is there stock needs to be purchased? Or maybe you're just selling your stock in the company only, and you're not necessarily selling the entire company. Those are right. all things that need to be taken a look at. But this is the time I would advise the buyer to have their attorney, their own attorney, review all of the closing documents and make sure everything is accurate according to what they believe that they're you know purchasing and and getting in in, in exactly. regards to the terms of the business sale. exactly not yeah. only that but there may be escrow right because maybe there is uh, uh real oh, estate of a lot that of times goes, there is escrow yeah. yeah maybe there's real estate goes with it well guess what that's got to go through escrow that's got to have escrow, title and stuff is. like yeah. that yeah so, so there's a lot of heavy lifting that, again, brokers do. And this so is why you should you hire a step. broker. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we're just giving you um, these tidbits on this podcast so you know really what we are doing for you on the back end. Yeah. And why, you know, you're paying a commission to have us represent you in the sale. Yeah. You know, um, networking connections, right? That's a big thing for us. We have hundreds, Oh, my gosh. Every single day we're around... Yeah. Um, People in we our get, industry that we could promote your listing to, or actually, you know, they may have a client that they represent as a CPA that is looking to buy a business. Let's, and let's, so it's not even just, you know, other, you know, business owners that we're talking to. It's any type of industry. People know everybody. And so it's... They do. And yeah. sometimes industry to different industry, people know each other. Exactly. You know, if you're selling your business, the worst thing you can do is just slap a for sale sign on the window and expect somebody to walk by and go, oh, hey, I want to buy your business. You know, if, if you think that's going to happen, then we do have a bridge that we want to sell you, right? <laughs> um, we have, mil we have, can get your property and your company in front of millions of buyers. We are, um, basically have access to several websites that business Network, owners yeah. are shopping on, just like home shopping sites, but for businesses. And so we have tons of, um, uh, paid websites that we belong to that would be um, we a have a lot of upfront money that we spend mm -hmm. in order to market your company yep. right and it's not just websites there's there's networks right networks of business brokers and stuff like that and we send stuff out there so there's behind the stuff that happens from one brokerage firm to another brokerage firm there's investors who want to invest right we, we have uh, over 400 investors that a list of 400 investors. Oh, that, so your listing would go in front of them. Yeah. Yep. So they would see what we have. So, so you know, as our current listing. That's where millions of people get to see this, just not, you know, the guy not that's just the walking sign in the by. Window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a vast network of potential buyers. 
you know, so as a business broker, the bottom line is, is we're there to make you money and save you time, right? Well, time is money. Time is money. And you, you should be focusing on is spending your time running the business and because the business is still going to run while you're selling it. Yeah. And there are some owners that are just probably really not ready to sell because if they're not going to be handing us over the P&Ls and the tax returns from day one, or they're not willing to um, hire us at, you know, at the present time, then I think they're just, you know, those are the people that are well, not really ready to sell. There's, they're probably emotionally tied to the company and they're afraid to let go of the baby. Yeah. Then it's almost like a, a loss of your identity. A little well, bit. we've walked away from a couple already. It's just like, yeah. you're not ready. So when you're ready, come back and see us, but exactly. you don't want to waste your time and you don't want to waste our time either. And we don't want to waste a buyer's time. And it's scary because then it's kind of like, what am I going to do with myself after I don't have this baby to take care of, this business that I Well, maybe love you're going to take that money and, and go to the Bahamas and hang out on the beach, drink Mai Tais for a little while. Yeah. And then maybe you're going to start a, a new business somewhere time. else. Yeah. It's a scary time. But we're here to help you um, make it a seamless transaction for you and make it an exciting time. Because I always believe that when do one door closes, the others open. And so it's all about opportunity. It is all about opportunity. You know, and... What sets us apart from other business brokers, right, is, is post-sale support. Yes, we're not just here to um, do a deal for you and say thank you very much, have a great life. Like a lot of business brokers do that, right? They, they go in, they sell your business, they collect their commission, they're gone. You never see them or hear from them again. Right. We have expertise not just in buying and selling businesses, but managing businesses, me and Lisa both as CEOs, COOs, CFOs, and CIOs and of companies. And relationships are so important to us. So even if you are the seller that sold their business, we still want to know how you're doing. What are you doing to enjoy your life? Have We're going to check in. We're going to periodically check in and, and check on you. And maybe they want to know how their business is going. So we're going to stay in contact with the buyer and the business and do quarterly, quarterly check-ins and remind them to... Um, review all of their financial statements and see where they could save money and, and create um, more profits. Well, that's it. You know, building a roadmap to success is really about just that. Outlining it. You, you, you put a plan in place and, and you start following that plan. You're checking your financials. You know, I've always advised my, my customers, check your financials daily. I want to know my daily nut. What is it that I have to make today in order to make sure that I'm profitable at the end of the month? Right. And the sooner I know it, and if things are going sideways, the faster I can jump on it and fix it. If I'm just checking it quarterly, well, you know, you've already lost 90 days worth of business. You can't get that back. Well, most of the time we have people that are just so busy working in the business that no, we're not working on the business. So then you're not working smart. Well, that's it. And again, that's yeah. why you want to hire a business broker because they can work, help sell it while you're still working the business, right? Yes. And, it's, and that's important because your employees are going to count on this, right? That the business is still viable and, and functional after you leave and sell the business. And you know, some companies they buy a business, maybe it's a merger and so or an acquisition, and they just want to buy your employees or they just want to buy your customer base. So don't do this alone. You don't have to partner with Lisa and Barry at Investquire and unlock the benefits of our expertise, our networking that we do on a daily basis, and our actual you know we care and so our support that will continue all throughout the process and even after the close of escrow. Definitely, you know you can get a hold of us at Investquire.com. Also, we have uh, The Biz Show um, on, on Facebook. Facebook, 
Right. So, and, and then we're of course, so happy that you're all listening to us. We're getting such positive feedback and meeting people through our networking groups and LinkedIn. And so thank you all for your support. We love having you join us on the show. Yes. We're going to have some great shows coming up. With we some got guests. some really good shows coming up. We got some really good guests and speakers coming in too. Yeah, so I'm excited. Looking forward to that. Thank you all. Have thank a great you. week. You guys have a great day and we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.